hey now you're an all-star get your game on and come to dc this is great we got an all-star game coming to town i know i saw the breaking news come through last week and like all-star game and i was thinking baseball but we already had that right a couple years ago no it's something that i didn't even know that was an all-star game but then when you think about it there is one of course it's for the mls the soccer professional soccer that makes sense it's coming to D- it's coming to dc next summer uh at the audi field uh 2024 no wait yeah 2023 i'm sorry 2023 i'm getting ahead of myself yeah totally next, next don't summer. wish our lives away kelly 2024 is gonna be a horrible year <laughs> <laughs> um and so this is interesting on a lot of levels, right? Because it literally came out days after the World Cup announced all their North American cities that the games would be played. And that of was course, big sad uh, face. Yeah. Yeah. DC was um, snubbed, dare I say. The DC Baltimore went in together on a bid um, where DC would be the fan fest and Baltimore would host at the MT Stadium the games you know that i love dc more than anything and i will fight for dc to the death but like that whole thing of 40 miles away the stadium and then the fan fest downtown and then i'm sure fifa got to town and they were like uh what's that bucket of bolts you call a stadium down the street from you guys what's going on there so yeah totally makes sense we didn't get it well there was a lot of confidence because typically this the capital city does get games um so there was some thought that that would happen. Oh, uh, right. I've always US. said FIFA's corrupt. I've always thought that. <laughs> yeah. How dare they snub us like that? And of course, we've had the World Cup before. Uh, what was it? 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I was at RFK and we all know what's happening to RFK right now. So uh, it was just an interesting like juxtaposition of announcements. I believe there's actually like a really sad sign on 295 on on the overpass, like not the one that fell down, the other it's one. It's not there anymore. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking it's about? Not, I was I like, exactly World Cup what, yeah. this way. Yes. Yep. It, it's not there anymore, but it was there for a very long time. I mean, at least yeah. a decade. Well, when we, we used to go to Prince George's County to the studios at Fresh, I remember seeing it like every day driving back. So that would have been like 2012-ish. It was still there. <laughs> It's, it's it is now gone i remember actually like actively looking for it one day because i wanted to show my son like we did have a world cup here as well before you were born but let me show you the artifact on the highway i wonder if the city was like part of our plan is we're just going to draw a two and a six on the back of that sign <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways some good news and some bad news mm-hmm. um may- maybe next time dc new york needed a win that's fine <laughs> they don't yeah, get enough so a attention lot of- New York and I think Philadelphia, our our brothers just up the road got it. Um, Miami, Dallas, Houston, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle. The list goes on and on. Except for us. Yeah. I think actually the odds were it was something like 16 cities got it out of 19 or 20. So it was it was bad was we bad. should get the other cities who didn't get it and we should have like a like, like a rival soccer tournament i don't know let's have like a women's soccer tournament and like pay them equitably or something we'll show you fifa all right you go first okay <laughs> i don't know the first thing about getting a soccer tournament together but i will um google that and get back to you <laughs> okay sounds like um, a plan. maybe ted leonsis can save the day on it who knows because he is now one of the names that are being kicked around to buy the washington nationals so axios reporting that um well they didn't report everyone knows the learners are talking about selling the team they're looking into that prospect and um axios is saying that ted leonsis is one of the lead contenders which would be great because that guy is like Mr. DC and it would be really cool um, for someone who loves the city to own the team. 
Yes, it, it would be. And then, then there's lots of questions of what would happen with the Masson contract, which is their television partner, which is out of Baltimore due to an agreement that was made when the team first came to town mm-hmm. with the Orioles and trying to split up that fan base. So it, you know, it would be, you know, very interesting to see if he does that. But I'm also like, I love Ted Leonsis, but isn't he tired? <laughs> He's that been Bruce Wayne like so hard. Yeah, totally. It just seems like more work. Just like go live your best life, dude. Well, I don't think he's going to be the one running the team. I think he's got like people for that. But it is cool that he's got that sort of, or at least it appears that like Monumental has like that, that kind of vibe to it. And that sort of like DC part of the city fabric versus like some out of town, whatever, you know, that might be buying it. Uh, they they said in the article that Jeff Bezos is not in the uh, running for it. I think that guy's waiting out for the football team. But if I decided to guess, no, good luck. So there's there, also there's um, several hurdles on that one. Another dude uh, from originally from Chevy Chase, who also owns the 76ers, is in play potentially too for this. I I love to see that. I I saw that reporting this morning. It, that's while well, he doesn't live here, uh, he is from here, so un- understands and appreciates the city and, and grew up here. Um, and I also think about the other billionaire that owns that's from DC that owns the Dodgers. So he's out because he already owns the Dodgers. That would just be a conflict of interest. Uh, Josh Harris is the guy from uh, originally from DC, from Chevy Chase, went to field school and then went to Wall Street and made a fortune. Although the guy who owns the Dodgers, maybe he wants to get rid of the Dodgers and get a cooler franchise like the Nats. Just saying is all. <laughs> I think he's pretty happy owning the Dodgers. But, you know, he just to, to shift a little bit on him. He's also looked into buying some other teams. He looked into buying the women's soccer team, the Washington Spirit. There was oh, that's right. That he was going to take that over. Um, he uh, is the owner of the St. James, which is in um, Springfield. And then there, I think they're opening up another one in Bethesda or Rockville. Yeah, they uh, just soon. broke ground on that. Yeah. So he, he always is eyeing here. So may, you never know. You never know. But it will be interesting to see who ends up buying the Nats for sure. It could happen. Um, I also just want to say when we talk about sports, we made a commitment to Mandy, one of our um, fam from a long time ago, who's been with us ever since the radio to the live app to the podcast. Your Washington Mystics update. They're currently third in the Eastern Conference and they're tied with the suns in the sky for 13 wins. That's great. I think their season's coming coming to an end soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're thirteen to nine, so they've got them. They've, they're tied for the most wins in the conference. Great. Just want to put That's that great. out there because Mandy job, sends me emails, <laughs> so I wanted to just get ahead of that. <laughs> Go Mystics! Woo! <laughs> um, also on the baseball front, Kelly, you were there in the stadium when they retired numero eleven Ryan Zimmerman's number. Up in the rafters, so to speak. It's an open-air venue, but you know what I mean. They retired uh, Mr. National's number. What was that like being in the stands that day? It was so well-produced and so well-done. It was an hour-long ceremony uh, where there were some speeches from past players. Of course, the learner, um, Mark Lerner spoke. Uh, Oh, Davey Martinez, of course, gave like this emotional speech because, you know, he's just a big bag of emotions and sweetness. Rizzo spoke and, you know, Zimmerman's speech, he, he nailed it. It's it just, it was, if you were a true Nats fan with just the reminiscing of the, the video clips from past games, it was just like, it was watching like a movie. I, no one moved. Like the diehard fans that are there for that were all in. It was great. And it was like a thousand degrees that day too. No, it wasn't. Oh. It was the day that was like 
gorgeous. No humidity. The wind was blowing just a little bit. It was gorgeous. It was like the, a random summer, perfect day, just made just for Ryan Zimmerman and his family and the kids on the stage. It was it was amazing. It was so good. I could watch it again and again. It was great. I love how they did it all over a whole weekend, too. Yeah. That there was like all yeah. this like ongoing celebration and stuff going on for him. Totally, totally. It, it was so great to see. And then him throwing out the first pitch with the baby on his on his um, on his uh, hip. I mean, okay, it was just so it was just so baseball. It was did great. He get a, did he get a strike on the first pitch? Uh, I don't think so. No. What? <laughs> he wasn't really he wasn't really on the mound. Oh. That, no, no, it wasn't. It was a ceremonial. No, I know they didn't have him pitch the week he retired. <laughs> Although you never know. I mean, it could be. <laughs> Casey the, the bad scenario. Yeah, totally. Casey <laughs> the bad scenario. They could have called him in. But no, what, you think it was a strike? or like did, No. Did, it, no. Did the catcher grab it with ease? I'm always nervous about the first yes. pitch situation. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Because those are like flubbles that can live in infamy. Yeah, no, he, he did a great job. Um, as everyone was talking sports with Ryan Zimmerman around this time as well, um, I did not talk about sports with Ryan Zimmerman. His wife, Heather... And Zim and I did um, an episode of my Walk a Mile podcast where we take a mile walk with interesting people. And we talked about his career, yada, yada. But they also shared, Heather and Ryan talked about how they met and sort of their love story. It was sort of one of those things that when we were friends, I never even considered dating him because, first of all, I mean, he literally would be in town for seven days and then gone for seven or ten days. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know what this guy's doing, you know, when he's gone or what the schedule is. Again, I didn't really follow baseball. Um, so, you know, after knowing each other for a long time and learning that he was such a good guy, so down to earth, then I felt like a relationship could potentially happen because I just didn't have anything to worry about when he was So you asked him out. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but he was, he was chasing me down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's so much he asked me out. I just had to pass the test of being a good person before she would allow me to go on dates with her. I think that's, that's a better assessment of the relationship, but I would say our relationship really started like our, our sort of like moment was one night when I was on the rooftop of public bar, public bar. Where is that? um, I don't think it exists anymore. It was in like, I would hope it doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) And he was texting me and he was like, Hey, what are you doing? Come to my house for a late night party. And I ignored him because I was like, this guy's probably texting five girls the same thing. And Were I, you texting I, five girls the same thing? <laughs> no, no. See, that's the answer I knew I was going to get. That's why I asked him. boy, Ryan. It's like two. Way to be a good <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to answer? <laughs> so anyway, after a few texts from him, I finally responded, if you want to come pick me up from this bar, I'll, I'll come over to your party. So he said, all right, I'll be there in five minutes. And he pulled up in a cab because this was pre-Uber day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You got a cab for her probably across zones? Yeah. That is chivalry. <laughs> it is yeah. not dead. No, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I think people have this perception of D.C. as like this big city. D.C. is such a small city. The episode is up. Just search Walk a Mile with Tommy McFly wherever you get your podcast. We also talked about him um, maybe coaching at some point in the future and uh, his post-baseball career aspirations. That's great. That's great. I hope we're going to see more of him at, at Nats Park. I know he's got sort of a official role just being part of the organization, uh, but it, it's great to see them so dedicated to D.C. and to the team still. Mm-hmm. And thanks for joining us for our show today. Hit us up um, anywhere you get your podcast. You can follow Kelly at City Shop Girl all across the Internet. I am Mr. Tommy McFly on Instagram because some 11 year old stole my name and at Tommy McFly on Twitter. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>